Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Guess where we're going? New York. New York, New York. <laughs> the town's so nice, they named it twice. <laughs> we're talking about New York today. Mm-hmm. And we're really excited. Yeah, New York is one of our favorite places to be. And we went there last fall. Yep, we went there last fall. It was awesome. Um it was not a very long trip. It was really just kind of a long weekend. We went mm-hmm. for our anniversary. Yeah. And it was a it surprise was trip. I didn't know we were going. <laughs> Haley took me to the airport and told me we were going to New York, and it was great. It was a whirlwind trip, but it was great. Lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know what the difference is between a New Yorker and a dentist? No. One roots for the Yanks. The other one yanks for the roots. Oh, man. That one was for Brian Lundberg. Yes, my dad. He's our dentist. He's a dentist. That was a good one. They're all good ones. Yep, they're great. Let's go, Lundbergs. We have the world to see with your hosts, Mike and Haley. For travel advice you've never heard, let's go, Lundbergs. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to remind everybody about the awesome giveaway we have going on. There's still a couple weeks left to enter. Um, And we've got some really awesome prizes. We've got a really cute plush Mickey doll or toy, stuffed animal, whatever you want to call him. He's darling, whatever he is. (laughs) From Getaway Today, we've got a couple travel guidebooks um, from The Lonely Planet. Four, as a matter of fact. Did I say three? You said a couple. Oh. That would be two. Oh. (laughs) We have four. (laughs) There are four of them. And then we also have two one-year subscriptions to to Scott's Cheap Flights, which is like my favorite go-to place for finding cheap deals on international and domestic flights. So if you haven't entered, check out our Facebook page, check out our blog. Um, we've made it really easy for you to enter, but we'd love for some of our friends to win. Yeah, we want everyone to win, but <laughs> only the select few can. Yep. So. so yeah, again, we're talking about New York today. Yay! Again, one of our favorite places, one of my favorite places. And we wanted to talk about some of the touristy things to do there, um, if you've never been before. Um, I've been to New York three times now, I think, and you've been... I've been three also. Three also, okay. Well, I think like the first one, the obvious one that everyone always goes to when they go to New York is Times Square. Yep. Times Square is like, it's, it's one of those places that's cool to see, but I wouldn't... I would definitely venture out of Times Square. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, going to Times Square, you go there so you can go see a show in the theater district on Broadway. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to go to the M&M store. You don't need to eat at Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of things you can do in New York outside of Times Square. Yeah. If you haven't been to New York, it's worth seeing Times Square to see that you've... To say that you've seen Times Square. Yeah, absolutely. But beyond that, it's not... I mean, it's there's so many better places to eat, better things to see. Um, yeah, that's kind of my philosophy about it. Yeah. Um, I think on this last trip, if, if it wasn't for the fact that we did go see a Broadway show, I don't know that we would have gone to Times Square at all. Yeah. Yeah. We really, I mean, we really didn't spend any time there. We just kind of walked through on our way to the theater where we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of theater, so... Broadway shows are obviously a huge part of New York as well. Um, the theater district is 
is it technically in Times Square? I mean, it's kind it's of surrounding Times Square. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it surrounds Times Square. Um, one thing that um, we I've done, I feel like almost every time I've been to New York is um, we don't, I haven't gone with the exception of this last trip. Most of the time we just buy our tickets for the shows on the, the, the day of um, there's, there's a company called TKTS and you cannot miss the booths. If you're anywhere in the theater district or in times square, they're big red. Um, they're, labeling is everywhere, but they, if you get there early enough in the morning, you can usually get a pretty good discount on shows that are happening for that night. Um, it's either, you know, excess tickets that the theater didn't sell or, um, you know, any number of things, but you can get a lot of tickets day of, um, and usually for a pretty, pretty good size discount, which is, we're a fan of that. (laughs) One thing with going to New York and, and uh, going to these shows, too, is it it's probably a good idea to also maybe do a little bit of research beforehand to know what's playing and yeah. kind of figure out what you might want to see. Yeah. Um, because sometimes if you just go there blind, I mean, a lot of these shows, except for the really big ones, you know, you might not have even heard of. And so, yeah. I mean, I went to New York the very first time and I had never heard of uh, any of the shows really that were playing except for one or two. I asked my sister what to see, and she said, there's this show called Hairspray that's really good. <laughs> and I'd never heard of it, and I saw it, and then it like blew up. It became a big hit movie, and it's been a really successful show. So you never know. You might uh, get lucky and catch something that's going to be a big hit one day. Yeah, that's a, that's a great advice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, one other thing that is very New York, um, very touristy, but, but a cool thing to do, um, is the Statue of Liberty and Ellis Island. I'm, I'm lumping them into one because they're both kind of on the same, they're very close to one another. And in all honesty, if you're going to do one, it's worth doing the other one. Um, I did them with my, I think it was with my mom and my grandma when I went out a few years ago and... Um, I will say it, they were really interesting, but it was not fast. And so if you're in New York for a very limited amount of time, I would recommend, um, what was the, what was the ferry? The The, Staten Island ferry. Yeah. So the Staten Island ferry is, it's actually just like a commuter boat, (laughs) but tourists can take it too. Anybody can take it. Um, and it takes you, where is it? I don't even know. It takes you to Staten Island. Takes you to Staten Island. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, but it you sit, you sail, float, I don't know. You boat right past the Statue of Liberty. And it, it's a really cool view. Um, I, I thought that was probably mm-hmm. almost just as cool as going to, um, going up to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, the like, cool thing about the Staten Island Ferry, too, is that I mean, it's every like half hour or something. Yeah. It's on a regular schedule and it's free. Yeah. So that was really great. If you're in a hurry, you want to see the Statue of Liberty, you want to see Ellis Island, but don't have a ton of time, Staten Island Ferry is a good option. Yeah. And don't watch Spider-Man before you ride it because <laughs> bad things happen in Spider-Man <laughs> to the Staten Island Ferry. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, another great thing about New York that we have to talk about oh. <laughs> are my New York Yankees. 
I guess we have to talk about them. <laughs> I am an unapologetic Yankee fan, and I'm, I hope I haven't lost listeners already just by saying that. <laughs> but, I mean, the New York Yankees, they're the iconic franchise of baseball. Yankee Stadium is a sight to behold. Um, on our last trip, we went to a Yankee game on, uh, was it on Labor Day? It might have been, And yeah. uh, it was just fantastic. The Yankees won. There's just so much history associated with the franchise. It's fun to be able to go and just sit in the ballpark, catch a game. Um, couldn't Can't say enough about the New York Yankees. <laughs> if you're there in the summer, I would highly recommend going up to the Bronx and seeing uh, the Bronx Bombers hit some dingers <laughs> against the Giants. Uh, not so much. <laughs> Which won't happen too often because the Giants are a National <laughs> League team, but... Anyway, <laughs> yeah, but it was as as a non Yankees fan. I'm not anti Yankees, but I'm not a Yankee. F- well, you, I don't know. How you're to- you're pro Giants, yeah. So, but I'm yeah. So, but even though I wasn't, you know, a diehard Yankees fan, it was still. It, I mean, baseball games are always fun. They are not boring, despite what lots of people say. Baseball games are great. <laughs> yeah, we're big baseball fans. You know, just. It, the great thing about it is it just allows for conversation. Yeah. You, know, you can sit and relax, and the fl- the pace of the game is uh, relaxing enough that uh, you can have a conversation with one another while you're watching. Yeah, <laughs> which we like. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, we like to talk. <laughs> we started a podcast where we talk a lot. Yeah. Um, another thing that we probably should mention um, is just getting around in New York. Obviously, taxis are a thing. Um I don't think I've ever even taken a taxi in New York. I haven't either. Um, well, if we don't count the Uber from the airport oh, to the hotel. Yeah. So, Uber, I mean, Uber in a lot of ways, I mean, fills the same need as a taxi would. And I don't know why, but I feel safer in an Uber than I do a taxi. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me or my status as a millennial, but um, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that aside, the subway is honestly the easiest way to get around um, it's relatively inexpensive. It's a lot cheaper than if you were to taxi or Uber everywhere. Um, and it goes, I mean, it's, it's not terribly complicated to navigate. It really drops you off anywhere in New York that you would want to go. Yeah. And you get the hang of it pretty quickly. You know, yeah. you, you, the map is fairly simple to read. It's the cheapest way. It's very safe. Yeah. Um, I know that this summer, Apparently, there have been a lot of problems on the subway with uh, delays and time-wise. But I think overall, it's the best way to get around yeah. New York. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. would we would recommend that. Just, yeah. It's just the cheapest. And honestly, it takes you anywhere you could want to go in the city, which mm-hmm. was, it's convenient. It's great. Speaking of mass transportation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the High Line Park. Oh, Yeah. Really cool. So the High Line is this park in New York City that they basically built on an old like train track what was it, a platform. What would you call it? The platform is where you get on yeah. the train. This was made out of the actual track. Yeah, just um, was, the elevated track. Yeah, so it was like an elevated track um, on an old uh, subway line. Although I guess it's not subway; it's above ground. It's but, like it's like an L train. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's like an L train, and they've just turned it into this. Um, like mile long park uh, that you just walk along and the landscaping is beautiful. Yeah. There's um, some sculptures here and there and uh, you, certain spots you get good views of like the empire state building and the mm-hmm. skyline. 
And it's really cool. Yeah. I would recommend also that one. That was kind of a, that was an unexpectedly cool thing that we did. I can't even remember how we first heard about it, but we just took a little bit of time one day. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're not too sick of walking, because New York is a very walkable city. You're going to walk a lot. Um, If you're not too sick of walking, it was really cool. Um, Just a, a unique and fun way to see the city, I thought. Yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I want to bring up for New York, because we did it twice while we were there, there is a magical app called Stray Boots. Um, and they basically have these self-guided tours that you can download. on. It's all done on your phone. Um, but they have these self-guided tours in lots of cities, um, mostly in the U.S., but they've got some internationally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we did one in, where did we do them? We did one in Greenwich Village. Oh yeah. The first one we did was in Greenwich Village. That one was called the perfect date, right? (laughs) Or like perfect date night or something like that. Something like that. But it was really cool because I had never really spent any time in Greenwich Village before that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hadn't either. And so I I feel like it exposed me to a part of the city that I'd never been to. Mm -hmm. And also that's kind of less, um, like the tourist centric place. Um, and it's almost like a like a self-guided tour slash scavenger hunt. So sometimes you would have to find, um, you know, find this plaque on the building and tell us what year, you know, so-and-so lived here. I, I, yeah. That was a bad example. But, well, I mean, you have to answer a yeah. question before, it'll give, before it gives you your direction to your next, yeah. the next place you're going to. Or sometimes you have to take a crazy selfie with hats on before it will let mm-hmm. you move on to the next one. Sometimes you have to buy your date a flower before <laughs> you can go on to your next it's one. It's true. That that one was great. I didn't even plan <laughs> that. <laughs> it just happened in the app. It was so great. Yeah. And, you know, we ended, I mean, we took a little detour on that one too. I remember we went and looked for the Friends apartment building. Oh, yeah. Where uh, <laughs> Joey and Chandler and Rachel and Monica lived. <laughs> we found that place, which yep. was cool. Um, but yeah, we did that one. And that one, uh, after that, we did one, was it maybe one or two days later? Yeah. We did another one that was, that's kind of in the, it was kind of in the theater district. It started at Bryant Park mm-hmm. and then it finished at the New York Library, which is just on the other side of Bryant Park. Oh, yeah. So it's and it like went a big through, circle. Yeah. Basically. It went through Grand Central Station and, um, yeah, we loved the first one so much that we were like, we've got some time to kill. Let's do another one. Yeah. Let's see more of. New York that we wouldn't mm-hmm. be exposed to normally. I think that one took us into the lobby of the Chrysler building too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't remember where else, but overall we're a big fan of the Stray Boots app. We've used it in other locations too. Like yeah. We did one in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Pretty much anytime we're going somewhere, I'll look ahead of time and see if there's a Stray Boots app or Stray Boots tour that we can download. Cause we just, we've had such a fun time with them. It really is just a cool way to see see new parts of the city or, you know, learn a little bit of the history that you wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And on that, on that same Greenwich village tour, um, we, we found, uh, just this pizza place yeah. that we really liked. It was called, uh, Joe's pizza. It's on Carmine street in Greenwich village mm-hmm. and, uh, right across the street from this park. And it's just like a, the exact way you would think of immediately when you think of New York City pizza joints. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of this hole in the wall that serves New York style pizza where the owner is kind of like the soup Nazi. He's like, okay, come on, let's get your order. But, yeah. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was so it was really, good. really good pizza. 
just big thin slices and i think after we went there we saw that it was featured in a buzzfeed video <laughs> yeah and we we're like whoa we're like, we, we ate there we ate there <laughs> clearly we made a good choice because this is on their radar too and yeah it was great yeah though. that place was great and you know there's so many good pizza places in new york that it's long, hard to go wrong as long as you're not going to sparrow you <laughs> that's know, exactly what i was don't, don't do the michael scott pizza <laughs> joints <laughs> yeah yeah so since we're talking about food let's just talk about some food in new york so one thing that totally surprised me the first i went to new york the first time when i was in high school and one thing that just shocked me um was were the bagels i didn't mm. even like it didn't register to me that bagels were different anywhere else in the <laughs> world, but the bagels in New York, I think we just the first the very first one I had was I think it was just in Grand Central Station. It was not anywhere that was like on the map or on anybody's radar, but it was a New York style bagel with like ma- miles of cream cheese on it and Oh it my was gosh. So good. They put so much cream cheese on it. <laughs> it's like it's more cream cheese than it is bagel. It is. It is. <laughs> but we there was a place um actually right by where we stayed when we were there last fall mm. called Mike's Bagels. Yeah. <laughs> which was really fun. Yeah. And it was up in Washington Heights. It was great. And total hole in the wall. Like you could tell it was just kind of a neighborhood bagel spot. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time I'd ever I'd had an everything bagel. Yeah. Um Thank you, Jim Gaffigan, for the recommendation. <laughs> and it changed my life. <laughs> it was so good. And the, again, just the, the cream cheese is so thick, and it's so not good for you. But it but tastes it was amazing. so great. And I don't even feel like it's normal cream. Like, it's not the Philadelphia cream cheese that you oh, buy no. at the grocery store. No. It's like they do, they put something in it. It tastes better. <laughs> And it doesn't taste like it's as bad for you. (laughs) I I think it's just as bad for you. (laughs) It might be worse for you, actually. But I didn't feel like I was eating a whole block of cream cheese because that's probably what they put on the bagel. It was so good, though. Anyway, yeah. So great. Um, Another great place in New York, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. I'm from California, and I'm like diehard In-N-Out fan. But Shake Shack was fantastic. I had never had Shake Shack until this last trip. It was so good. <laughs> it was great. I mean, the burger was amazing. The crinkle fries yeah, were really good. good. And we had to get shakes because it's Shake Shack. Yeah. And it was totally worth the hype. It's And it wasn't expensive. Oh, no. Like, I it was, was like, cheap. I was expecting it to be, I mean, it's New York. Yeah. So I thought it would be, I can't even remember how much it was, but it, I remember being surprised. It wasn't as cheap as In-N-Out. Yeah. But I think it was cheaper than like Five Guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and New York, in my mind, is just, it's kind of all about extreme foods. So there's like, I mean, cronuts were started in New York and the rainbow bagels were started in New York <laughs> and like Levain's cookies are there. And there's, oh, um, Levain's. There's, so good. There's like lines for, you know, half an hour, several hours to get these cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's these insane milkshakes that are topped with like, cotton candy and full-size ice cream cones and anyway if you pass by something a lot of that stuff if you're into it like do your research and find a time and make it happen but if you happen to come across something like that like take advantage because yeah we didn't do that a ton on our last trip because we were we were kind of pressed for time but um like you're in new york and instagram is a thing 
<laughs> Instagram your food. <laughs> what was the name of that donut place that we went to? Oh, I can't remember. It was like a donut factory, but it was... I will look it up. They were really good. <laughs> and I'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. But... But yeah, lots of great foods yeah. in, uh, in New York. Crazy mm-hmm. foods. Great options. Great foods. Mm-hmm. Just just eat everything. Eat all the food. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, goes the time it is now. I don't know. It's time for me to make my reading recommendations. Oh, yay! It's time for Mike's Book Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Which is your favorite. It is my favorite. We're still taking submissions for a song for Mike's <laughs> Book Corner. Is it Mike's Book Corner or Mike's Reading Corner? I think it's Book Corner. I think it was Book Corner. I don't know. We never came up with an official name. It's officially we'll called see. Mike's Book Corner. As soon as somebody writes us a song, it will have an official yeah, name. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the listeners can name it. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to books about New York, there's only like a handful here or there. <laughs> no, there's like a million books about New York. And you know, you can take it in so many different directions, whatever your interests are. I mean, so many things happen in New York that... Most likely there's a book out there that would interest you that's related to New York. Yeah, it's true. Um, I I came up with a couple that I just wanted to talk about quickly. Um, One is called uh, Gotham, and it's uh, a history of New York City to 1898. It's not about Batman. No, it's not about Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know where the name Gotham comes from? Nope. I think it's from Washington Irving. Okay. Someone with Washington in the name. (laughs) But... It's a he wrote like a short story about this village in New York called Gotham, where the leaders of the town were kind of inept and total goofballs. And then people started describing New York City in in a similar (laughs) fashion. And that's how it got its nickname is Gotham. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, but Gotham, it's again, it's by Edwin G. Burroughs. And it's it's a history uh, of New York City, uh, basically from the time of you know, the Native Americans living there up until 1898. It's comprehensive. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, I believe it is around 13 or 1400 pages. Ooh. <laughs> but it won a Pulitzer Prize for wow. history. And uh, just kind of, again, this is the type of thing where if you're looking for a broad description of the history of the city that tells you all about, you know, the Revolutionary War and George Washington, um, Alexander Hamilton, Woo-hoo. you know, or you could always just read the Hamilton biography. <laughs> um, you know, Walt Whitman, uh, Boss Tweed. Uh, there's lots of lots of history to cover in there, and and up until 1898, Gotham's going to cover it. And this book came out in like the late 90s, I think, and. The author, Edwin G. Burroughs, he's still been working on the sequel of 1898 to the present. So for like 20 years, part two has been in the making and isn't (laughs) out yet. So that's crazy. That's kind of the history nerd side. If we're looking more into the fiction area, the thing that jumped to my mind was um, O. Henry. You familiar with O. Henry, Haley? Yep. Yes. (laughs) O. Henry was a short story writer in the uh, late 1800s. Most famous for uh, the gift of the Magi. <laughs> yes, yay! <laughs> Good job, gift of the Magi. So, the gift of the Magi was actually a short story that was part of a larger collection of short stories called the Four Million. Hmm. And uh, so, the Four Million again, it's a collection of short stories, and it is about um, basically a series of short stories that deal with regular everyday people that live in New York City in the 1800s. Hmm. And it comes from a, 
O. Henry responding to uh, one critic stating that there's only uh, 30 or 40 people in New York City who have a story worth listening to. <laughs> and O. Henry said, no, all, all 4 million residents of New York City have some story to tell. Hmm. And so his purpose in these short stories was telling some of the stories of the 4 million that lived in New York City at that time. Cool. So... Um, that one's fun. Oh, Henry's great. Um, he always has these kind of fun twist endings to his stories and, um, they're quick reads. Highly recommend him. So those are the two that I came up with for New York. Awesome. Yeah. I think those are good. Yeah. I like both of those. Although I don't <laughs> think I will ever read Gotham cause it sounds too heavy for me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not, like I said, it's, it's probably not for the faint of heart. That's why I went with something lighter for the second choice. No, that's great. Lots of options. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had the chance to talk to my friend, Jannie. Um, we were good friends in college, and um, she lives in New York now with her husband and her darling little boy. Um, she's been there for a couple years, but I got to talk to her and just get her two cents on what it's like living in the city, how to see the city for cheaply, um, what are some things you know you shouldn't miss out on. And here's what she had to say. My name is Jannie Crawley. I've lived in New York for about three years now. Um, We live on the Upper West Side of New York, just close to Central Park and Lincoln Center. And um, work originally brought us out here, but we've, um, I've since kind of changed. I used to be in communications and now I'm a full-time mom. And, um, but I love it. I'm, I'm actually from like a small town in Northern Utah and when I was telling people that I knew from back home that we were moving to New York, they would always say like, oh, why, why would you ever move to New York? And I feel like I never want to leave. I kind of feel like, why would you not want to live in New York? And so, um, yeah, we've lived here for three years and I hope that we get to stay here indefinitely, but we'll see because New York is kind of a, a, a tough town. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So jumping into the first question. So, there's the really obvious and really touristy stuff that you can do in New York, like the Statue of Liberty, Times Square. Um, those are pe- things that if you're there for the first time, you're obviously probably going to see those things. But are there any other places, and I'm sure there are, but are there places that you've discovered that are still really cool for tourists, but kind of off the beaten path? So, yeah, like, I think it's important to see those big things in New York because that's what makes New York, New York. But Mm -hmm. I also think that they can get bogged down with tourists. And so if you can kind of take an afternoon and do something a little different, that makes your trip go a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if this is like off the beaten path, but the High Line is amazing. It's a great way to walk and see a lot of the city's like Mm -hmm. iconic buildings, like the Empire State, the Chrysler, the Freedom Tower. And it's this elevated um, walkway, essentially, that just has lots of plants and they have little like pop-up kind of shops that you can get a a popsicle or something as you're walking. And anyway, and then it it kind of, it it either starts or ends at Chelsea Market, which is an amazing market that you can go and get really good food or shopping. And so it's just kind of a really cool way to see the city that you otherwise probably wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, I think another way to see the city is biking through Riverside Park. So most people, when they rent bikes, they bike Central Park, which is great and beautiful and amazing. But biking through Riverside Park is 
just unbelievable. They have a bike trail that goes all the way down the, um, the west side of the island. And you can see New Jersey and you can see, you know, the Statue of Liberty once you get to the South Point. And it's just fun to be, you know, biking and, and, and just kind of seeing the city in a different way other than, you know, in the subway or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then another thing, I don't know if this is like off the beam path, <laughs> but something that you definitely should not miss if you can, if you can figure it out is the Jimmy Fallon taping. Oh yeah. So you, you have to win tickets like on a lottery a month prior. So you have to be really on top of it, mm-hmm. but it is an amazing experience. Like you are the studio audience and Jimmy Fallon and his guest stars are right there in front of you. And <laughs> for some reason, when you're there in person, it's so funny and you're, you know, anyway, so that's like, if you can pull it off, that's something yeah. you definitely shouldn't miss. But again, it's, it's like very hard to win tickets. So I understand yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's, that's great. And it's good to know too that you know that's not something you can decide day of. Like right. you may need to do a little little planning to make that one yeah. happen. Yeah, like a month or maybe even <laughs> two months prior. Yeah, yeah. No, that's perfect. That's awesome. Um, kind of to segue into that. Um, if so, I'm sure that you've since you've lived out in New York, I'm sure you've had family come visit you, friends come visit you. Um, for people, if you had to like come up with an ideal itinerary. Um, of what you would want to do with family or friends visiting for the first time who've never been to New York, um, what would you recommend? Say, say a weekend in New York. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably pack their days so full that they would be exhausted by the end, which may may or may not be your ideal trip. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how we live life. We're like going nonstop. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you're only there for a weekend, you have to see it all and eat yeah. it all. Right. Yeah, you have yeah. to. <laughs> um, but I think I would try to like take them to do the touristy things, but then make it bearable. Yeah. So some of the touristy spots can get really overrun with tourists, especially during summer, you know, when everybody's mm-hmm. traveling and things. Um, so I would do, you know, walk the Brooklyn bridge so you can have that experience with all the other tourists, but then stop at Brooklyn bridge park and get some pizza and, you know, hang out during the sunset, watch, watch the city lights turn on, you know, or bike through central park and stop for lunch at tavern on the green or the boathouse or, you know, stop and spend the afternoon in the Met and, and make sure you go to the Met rooftop and see this city skyline. And, you know, so like you're still doing the touristy things, but you're kind of taking a few extra minutes or a half hour to kind of like breathe for a second, enjoy (laughs) where you actually are, possibly get some good food, you know? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think I would, you know, try to show them have them eat all the things. Yeah. (laughs) And so I might, you know, take them down to Washington square park and then just go on like a food crawl and every, every good thing we can find to eat, just, you know, get one little thing and and share it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't don't know. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh, Just to jump into what you were saying about food. If you had to pick like a couple things that you're like, this is the best thing to eat in New York. Like what? Which is impossible. That's I know. Impossible. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but if you had to pick your personal favorites, because I know there, I mean, there's so many. 
So if I could have like the perfect eating day, but yeah. like a realistic, yeah. a realistic eating day. So yeah. I'm not like blowing all of my money, right? you know, I would probably start at the Smith. They have a few different locations around the city, but their brunch is amazing. Like they just do a really good job. They've got a great steak and eggs. They've got a great French toast. Yum. It's got a really fun vibe. Like it's very New Yorky. Some of the places you can even like eat on the street, which is cool. Um, and then maybe for lunch, kind of do something a little bit easier. There's a place called authentic and I think it's kind of down by grand central. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of just like a great healthy lunch. So they have an amazing menu of avocado toast, oh. which is like, I had no idea what that was before moving to New York. I guess it's like a really New Yorky thing. Yeah. It's, you know, this big, amazing piece of toast, which you wouldn't, you know, put amazing and toast together. Sure. <laughs> and then they put avocado all over it and then tons of different like toppings, like shrimp Ooh. or mozzarella and sauces and, you know, oh lettuce. It's like perfect, like healthy, great lunch. And then I would do dinner at the terrace at Jean Georges. Mm -hmm. So Jean Georges is a three Michelin star restaurant, one of like five, three Michelin stars in the city. Mm -hmm. Um, but the terrace, (laughs) this is my like cheap way to eat really fancy. Yeah. (laughs) The terrace is uh, not a Michelin star, but it, the food is made in the same kitchen. Oh. So it is very good and, like, definitely has that, like, Michelin star feel without the Michelin star price. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we've done lunch there before, and I think they have a prefix menu for, like, 35 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all for eating and in it, New York. Well, and if you're like kind of faking a, a three Michelin star, you're like, that's, that's, we're doing great. Yeah. So, um, and then of course, like treats in New York. You, yeah. So many, so many treats, but there's like <laughs> the classics that you have to have. Magnolia's banana pudding. Yeah. And the first time I went to Magnolia's, I was like, I don't like bananas. I'm not getting the pudding. Horrible yeah. mistake. Yeah. Get the banana pudding. It's we, amazing. I was so nervous when we went out there and I was like, banana pudding, this sounds not appetizing. Yeah. Like my grandma, (laughs) I think eats this when she takes her dentures out. No, you're thinking the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like the world's greatest bananas put in the world's greatest pudding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Totally. So (laughs) I would say definitely get banana pudding. I would say get Levain's cookies they have a new location now. There's like always a line at their old location. Yeah. New location, no line. Oh, so don't nice. go to the old one. There's still a line. Go around <laughs> the corner. Um, and then there's a lot of hype around this right now, but the dough NYC. Oh. Uh-huh. With like the actual cookie dough that is edible. Yeah. It's delicious. And it's oh. worth the wait. There's a yeah. crazy long line. I think, you know, 30 minutes, half hour or an hour. Uh-huh. But it's amazing. So oh. good. And then another treat is black tap shakes. They kind of have a lot of hype right now too, but oh. they're these shakes that they just go totally over the top with and put like, you know, candy and cotton candy and all these things all over them. Wow. So fun. Just like <laughs> sugar overload, but so fun. Yeah. Um, and then another just like, I guess like, okay, so that would be like my perfect eating day. Yeah, that's Start great. at the Smith, authentic and the Terrace of John George's sprinkling some treats throughout. <laughs> and then I do want to mention too, like if you're going to a show in Times Square and you need to grab something fast before your show, 
I would look into, there's food halls around the city. And one of them is called City Kitchen. And it's just right there in Times Square. And they have a lot of, so you just go up to the food hall. It's kind of like a food court, kind of. Um, And they just have a bunch of New York restaurants in like booth kind of settings. And so you can go up and get Luke's Lobster and a dough donut in two steps with each other and then go to your show. Oh, wow. So you, you don't have to like do this whole big sit down thing. Yeah. Um, or there's another one in Grand Central Terminal and it has a lot of like the New York bucket list food. So mm-hmm. it has the Jacques Torre, it has Magnolia, it has Shake Shack. So if you're not going to be in the city for long and you want to eat a lot of these things you've heard of, mm-hmm. go to one of the food halls and just knock it all off your list. Cool. That's perfect. Um, let's see. Next question. Places to stay in New York. Um, you know, hotels are everywhere, but I'm sure that there are some neighborhoods that are better, better than others. What would you recommend? So it's, it's hard cause I live here, so I don't stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say when I, so the first time I ever came to New York, my husband and I were traveling on a really tight budget. And so we stayed in some terrible hotel way out in Queens and we spent an hour on the train getting into the city and an hour on the train getting out of the city, but we saved 50 bucks a night or whatever, you know? (laughs) And so I would recommend that you stay as close to the action as you can without staying in Times Square. (laughs) I don't know if you can do that. (laughs) Um, because so many people come to the city and they spend all their time in Times Square and they're like, the city is terrible. And you're like, yeah, you were in Times Square. Everybody avoids yeah. Times Square. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, pay the extra price to be closed. And I would say maybe stay somewhere near Columbus Circle okay. because that way you're like close to Times Square without being in Times Square. And then you're close to the park and, you know, Lincoln Center and other things. But it's not like amongst madness. Yeah. When you're out and about, you're, you get tired and hot in the middle of the day. And so for you to be able to just go back to your hotel for a half hour and take a breather can make all the difference. But if your hotel is, you know, two hours away, essentially, you're not going to do that. So it makes, it makes a big difference. And I think it's worth the extra price. Yeah. Okay. If somebody is visiting New York on a budget, um, you know, we expect, we're telling people pay a little bit more to be in the city. What are mm-hmm. some other ways that they can save some money um, when they're New York? Because it's an expensive city and it, it can be can get really pricey really fast. Shockingly expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are actually tons of free or cheap things to do in the city, but you just kind of have to look for them and do research beforehand. Like the Jimmy Fallon taping, free. totally amazing but you have to kind of know what you're looking for and you know possibly months in advance not all are that way right um but so here's a you know a tip or a trick lots of the museums are pay as you wish so um the met is pay as you wish the natural history museum pay as you wish so you go up there and it says on the board you know suggested as mission 25 dollars or whatever it is And you just go up to the front and say, I wish to pay $1. And they say, (laughs) thank you, and give you a ticket. They don't say, like, are you sure only $1? Yeah. They just say, 
thank you and let you do it. Because the first time I did it, I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to judge me. I'm such a cheapskate. I can't believe I'm doing this. But it's, that's, that's how it is. That's what you do. So, um, pay as you wish museums is an amazing way to see great things without having to pay through the nose. And then if you're here on the first Friday of the month, there's a lot of museums that do something called first Friday and they otherwise do not do pay as you wish. And on the first Friday they do pay as you wish. So, um, if there's a museum that you really want to see like the MoMA, um, the first Friday is pay as you wish. So I don't know if you're like, you know, good enough that you can schedule your trip around a first Friday, but if you happen to be here, definitely something to look into. Um, and then there are a lot of lotteries to see, um, Broadway shows. Mm. So, you know, when you're looking into shows, it's going to be like 80 bucks a pop to go to the show. And you're thinking this is probably not worth it. So, um, Broadway for broke people.com <laughs> lays it all out and says, okay, so much. <laughs> I know this, this show, you can do a lottery and this is how you do it. This show, you have a, a rush ticket. So you have to come line up before our box office opens this show. Anyways, it just lays it out for you to know how to get the cheapest tickets. Of course, it's not a guarantee, yeah. but at least then you have options. Um, and then another good Broadway hack, I guess, as you were, is um, Today Ticks. It's an app that um, sells tickets either like the day of or a few days before. And the first time I did it, I was like, I don't think this is real. I think I just kissed that money goodbye. It's real. It's totally legit. So you buy the ticket on the app, which is normally... Um, pretty discounted and then you meet someone in front of the show and they have like a today tick shirt on or something and you give them your confirmation number and they give you the tickets and it's real and it's amazing so today ticks is a great way to see um broadway for cheaper and then lincoln center also does some stuff for um people under a certain age i can't it might be 25 Mm -hmm. um and they'll do some of their performances for a discounted price as well. So there's, there's ways around it, um, that you can figure out to do the things you want, even for a a lesser price. Yeah. That's awesome. You talked about the Broadway for broke people and today ticks. Are there other like apps or websites that you would recommend for people if they are planners and they're trying to look ahead at what they're doing in the city um, are there like online resources or apps that they should consider downloading or even just things that are helpful to have while you're in the city? So I would get a subway map on your phone. Um, that will pay huge dividends later. <laughs> um, also, you know, if you don't currently use Uber, I would download Uber. And would you recommend Uber over taxis? Um, it depends. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. Um, so a taxi is about a dollar a minute. Mm-hmm. And an Uber is about that unless it's surge pricing. Oh, so right. if it's surge pricing, I would do a taxi. If it's not surge, I would do an Uber. It's too complicated. <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, know. No, that's fair. It's But it's probably smart to check Uber. Or, right. Yeah. Just... Yeah. just have both options. <laughs> Definitely. Um, 
And I would say check out Time Out New York, the website. They just kind of have a lot of free and cheap things going on in the city. Um, I would also, if you're planning on, you know, having a night in your hotel and you're not wanting to go out and about, I would download Seamless. Um, And for people who don't live in New York City, I'm sorry because Seamless is the (laughs) most amazing thing ever. Um, It's essentially a way to order food. And you can just type in, you know, oh, I want Thai food. And then a bunch of different Thai restaurants will come up and you can order what you want and when you want it to be there and it will get delivered. And so it's just an easy way to order any type of food you want. And since it's New York, it's any type of food you want almost at any time of day you want. So, (laughs) um, you know, but I mean, if, if you're planning on going out and about, then seamless wouldn't be as, um, as important, but if you're planning on having a night in and ordering something seamless would be a great one to have. So cool. Okay. Um, is there anything else that you want to add or any other tips that you have learned over the last few years or from people that have visited you? Um, it's okay if you don't. (laughs) No, I, I guess I would just say New Yorkers are not as mean as you think. Um, I think sometimes, you know, the people who live here get a little frustrated with the tourists because they don't, um, kind of watch to see how things flow, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I guess my, my advice would be to just kind of, um, slow down a little bit, take it in and, um, enjoy the city. Um, and, and just know that New Yorkers aren't, aren't as mean as you think they are. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs) Really good to know. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I, this has been awesome. And like, I'm so glad that I had the chance to talk to you about this and, um, so grateful for your advice and it helps. It always helps talking to somebody who lives there because they know the ins and outs and they, they probably order from seamless time to time, from time to time. And (laughs) way, way too much ordering from seamless. Yeah. (laughs) But that's perfect. That's, I mean, yeah, like I said at the beginning, we found that it's, it's cheaper a lot of times if you're experiencing the city like a local. And so it's always good to, to talk to somebody who is a local and find out what are the, what are the hidden secrets and how to, how to see the city for cheaper. So definitely. Um, also can, can I just mention the first do some research before you come so you don't get blindsided by prices or by temperature or (laughs) whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then kind of be, be willing to schedule in some breaks into your day because the city is really grueling. You're walking everywhere, you know, you're, you're navigating all the time. And so if you can just take, you know, a few minutes to just kind of take a break, take a breather. That's such good advice too. It's yeah. Breaks are not a bad thing, (laughs) especially in a place like New York. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you again, Jani. This has been perfect. You're welcome. This has been wonderful to chat with you. (laughs) Okay. I found the name of the donut place. It was called the donut plant. See it. So it's like the donut factory. (laughs) It's like the donut factory. It's just a plant. (laughs) Anyway, they had locations kind of all over the city and we made a, went out of our way (laughs) to find one and it was totally worth it. Yeah. It was really good. Well, that just about does it for 
the podcast today. We want to thank our sponsors for uh, our podcast. Again, it's Scott's Cheap Flights, Getaway Today, and The Lonely Planet. We just want to remind everyone to, again, enter our giveaway. You can do it on our Facebook page or on our uh, on our website. And uh, we hope you win. So get on there. Um, <laughs> like us, subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and tell us what you like, what you don't like. Send us questions. We're eager to hear from you. Yeah. And special thank you also to my friend Janny for letting me pick her brain about what she loves so much about New York. It was really fun talking to her. And glad we got to talk about New York. Yeah. Thanks, Janny. And <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Let's yeah. go, Lundbergs. Yay.